Hello, this is Tom Stever with Soil Smart, a podcast from the Soil Health Partnership. In our podcasts, we're talking soil health, why it matters, the farming practices that foster it, and the farmers who live it. Today, we're talking to Wes Zylstra, who farms in Iowa near Des Moines on I-80. Wes is the third generation on that farm, and he's enthused to be there. He's also proud to follow in his dad Roger's footsteps in adopting practices that enhance the health of the soil. For Wes, that soil enhancement starts with fertility and managing nutrients. As a livestock producer, Wes has access to fertilizer from manure. Our focus today is on nutrient management, fall versus spring nitrogen application, and how split application impacts the farming operation. We'll get to that, but first, Wes Zylstra, tell me about your farm. Well, I'm uh, pretty excited. I am the third generation on the farm where I live. My uh, grandpa and grandma moved here in 1948 when they were married, and they passed it on to my father. And now uh, my father is slowly beginning to uh, transition out, and I uh, live here now. And it's fun to live on a multi-generational farm. Absolutely. I understand that the fourth generation is being raised under the same roof. Yes. Our oldest one is six years old. I have three daughters, and they love to go out with me. We raise pigs. They love to uh, play with the pigs and uh, chase them around, and uh, any opportunity they get to uh, be out with Dad and Grandpa on the farm. Your dad, Roger Zylstra, is himself a notable farmer leader in Iowa. Why did you both decide to join the Soil Health Partnership? Since my grandparents moved in onto the farm, we always had livestock. We had cattle for years. In the early 2000s, we transitioned out of cattle. And one of the things we started to notice was that some of the fields where we used to grow hay, their uh, soil structure was starting to decline. And we were starting to ask ourselves, is there anything that we can do to build that back up? And at that same time, we became aware of the Soil Health Partnership. Their interest in doing studies, one of which being cover crops, but they look for any sort of studies to help improve soil. My dad and I thought that they would be great people to work with because they give us access to a wealth of information. And one of the greatest assets we see from them is it gives us a good network of other farmers who are fighting a lot of the same struggles that we are, and we can get together from time to time and discuss what works for us and what doesn't work for us. It it allows us to uh, pool our information. I would say so. You mentioned, of course, that you've always been in the livestock business, either hogs or cattle or both of them. I would imagine that nutrient management is an important part of your operation. Yes, it is a very important part. Quite frankly, with the economic cost right now, the cost that we're getting for our commodities, um, we can't afford to be putting nutrients out there that our crops can't utilize. Wes, I want to visit this question about fall versus spring nitrogen application. How does split application impact the farming operation under different conditions? It does add a couple of challenges. You are a little bit more subject to the weather because you are not doing it in the fall when you traditionally have a little bit more time. We think that the benefits of getting your own right ahead of time and not tying up our nitrogen to do other things such as breaking down too much other carbon in the field is worth the return that we get out of it. So you do mainly spring application? Our manure is full application, but any ground that does not get manure is all spring application. Yes, the manure is fall application. 
So, Wes, speaking very generally now, why is nutrient management so important to you? It's important to me for a couple of reasons. First of all, concerns with the public about nutrient misuse, the Des Moines watershed, and issues of that nature. And the second reason is our commodity prices have not been on the incline recently, while our fertility costs have not been declining on the same pace as commodity prices. So it's really a two-pronged approach for me. First of all, I want to keep my neighbors happy. And the second thing being, I can't afford to be misusing my nutrients. I need to have a relative level of confidence that the nutrients I'm putting on the crop are uh, getting the economic benefit I need from them. You've tried a couple of different approaches on your farm. What's one thing that you do differently when it comes to nutrient management? One practice that we have adopted over the past couple of years is, especially on our ground without manure, we have gone to putting a reduced rate of nitrogen on right ahead of planting. Then we follow that up. We use a nitrogen modeling program that determines uh, roughly how much nitrogen we believe our crop is going to need to uh, get to harvest. And about June, we go out and we do a second application of nitrogen on that ground. So what benefits have you seen from that? We have uh, definitely seen an increase of crop production we get per pound of nitrogen we use. And beyond that, we've also seen an improvement in yields, what we believe is driven largely because of our nitrogen management. What else do you do on your farm that might be considered a different approach to nutrient management? Another thing that we do is uh, we have developed more the idea of we're not interested in feeding uh, nutrients to our soil, nutrients that they don't need. Our, we have become more and more interested in trying to target the nutrients in such a manner that they can be directly taken in by the plant wherever possible. We have gone to banding foliars over top, and when we do incorporate in the soil, putting nutrients on with the planter and banding nutrients in the soil so that less of it is tied up by the soil and more of it can be taken up by the crop roots. So what benefits do you see from that? Uh, we see what we believe to be a lot more efficacy of our fertilizers. We believe that we are getting more bang for our buck. We generally have put less fertilizer over our entire fields, but we are targeting it towards the crop, and we think we're seeing a definite improvement in yields and more crop for the dollar that we're putting out to raise it. Because you have a livestock operation, and therefore this commodity available to you, the commodity I'm talking about is the fertilizer in the form of manure, how has that helped your operation, do you think? Well, it definitely gives us a competitive advantage economically from buying fertilizer. There is no doubt in this time when uh, commodity prices are lower, it gives us an economic advantage. We have also changed how we have even used that product. We have begun to, uh, even with manure, reduce our rates per acre and try to spread out over more acres. And there again, come back and assess the needs of the crop in the field and spoon feed where we think it's most necessary to get the most bang for our buck. Wes, let's talk about cover crops. You've been using cover crops for a while. Tell me about your history there. About five years ago, we began this adventure and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work with cover crops. It's been a definite learning curve. We have learned some things the hard way about seeding rates and timing of cover crops and timing 
of planting your cash crop after your cover crop, but it has been definitely a positive adventure, we feel. We have seen some definite benefits, especially ahead of soybeans. We see some definite weed suppression issues where we are getting uh, weed suppression well into the season with minimal use of chemicals ahead of time. We're also seeing some uh, water management issues somewhat improving for us, and we're seeing earthworm development. We're just seeing a lot of soil health signs that are turning in a positive direction. What cover crops are you using? We're using predominantly rye, and we're also integrating oats wherever possible in the fall. So, Wes, what's been your biggest benefit of being part of the Soil Health Partnership? The biggest benefit that I see is the connectedness of everybody, the ability to draw on each other's uh, knowledge and experience between our our field representatives who uh, are very knowledgeable in their fields and also the other farmers who are out here trying to do the same things that we're all trying to do and just be able to uh, pool our collective knowledge and get to better answers faster because we don't all have to make the same mistakes. Passing along his knowledge for the greater good Iowa farmer Wes Zylstra. Thanks for joining us for Soil Smart. To find more podcasts and information from the Soil Health Partnership, go to soilhealthpartnership.org or subscribe through iTunes or Google Play.